there and welcome to episode two. Being a woman in her 20s today is so exciting. It's the age you start accepting yourself for who you are, but are also equally open to exploring the person that you can become. My guests for this episode are also some of my greatest girlfriends. Diksha, Roxana, Ishwarya, and Mansi joined me in delving deeper into issues close to our hearts and spoke about the mission we are on to become wiser and more confident women of tomorrow. But let me stop there and let my guests take you on a journey of growth, empowerment, and serious goal power. So I want to start us off with the critical subject of body shaming. I know that some of you have had gruesome experiences, and Diksha and I specifically spoke about hours and length. But I also want this segment to actually be about why body shaming occurs and why it occurred for you guys specifically and how, you know, being in your 20s now that you've managed to conquer that shame. Um, So I see Diksha's name on the very top and I want her to start us off. So personally with body shaming, like I've had some experiences when I was in high school um, and I feel like that was like a very important time because you know when we're in high school we're still like quite young and you know it's the age where we're maturing and we're not really aware of what our body represents yet like for me um i've had a personal experience where i was bullied by my guy friends who would like call me things like flatboard just because i have like small boobs and like I, I even dated this guy who once like hugged me and he was like oh my god it feels like i'm hugging a guy and all that and i was like okay but um you know it didn't really affect me that much i didn't think of it that much then but then like i realized that um you know it eventually it became like an insecurity like it affected the way i dressed up and like as i grew up you know i started to wear clothes that was like less revealing especially my boobs or anything and like i feel like one important aspect that you know also influenced me a lot was the entertainment industry and like um social media like because you know they don't really represent the real world and like kids in high school can take it in and like get so heavily influenced by it as well so i'm glad you brought up social media actually because i've always been intrigued about the role of social media in increasing the act of body shaming um you know from what i understand it's obviously girls that put up pictures of their bodies in certain environments or in certain poses and that you know, um, other girls that view those pictures sort of start questioning their own confidence in their um, current body figure. And I just want to understand one thing that why is it that we have to view these pictures and feel negatively about our own bodies? You know, these girls have their own bodies and they've probably worked at it. So why is it a source of, um, you know, shame? Yeah, but then I feel like um, because, you know, because we tend to see more pictures of like, you know, like perfect body shapes and like, so people kind of like, people become more confident in putting that up. And once like you don't have that body looking, then you're like, you get, you know, like, you're not brave enough or even like, I feel like it's also important, like, you know, comments and likes, like you tend to see people with like perfect body shape gets a lot more like comments, likes, followers. So I feel like that really you know, hits into people's insecurities. Yeah. I also think that we often, you know, compare ourselves subconsciously without realizing it. And we do it by, like, seeing what content there is online and Mm -hmm. looking at people we personally know or look up to or, like, someone that we 
want to be similar to and then we just have this comparison and then that also affects you know our perspective on our own bodies or like the whole topic of body shaming in general but I also feel like seeing like you know like social media these days I feel like people are a lot more open to you know portraying their body now which is really good thing like compared to like when I was younger like you know when I grew up with social media you wouldn't see all these things like today you see people you know, being confident with whatever body size they have and, like, a lot of girls promoting, like, girl power. And I think it's really important for, you know, like, this new generation that's growing up. Yeah, I also feel like as we grow up, we tend to really understand the meaning of beauty. And then through our own experiences and our perceptive, we just redefine beauty, I guess. And then, you know, that's what beauty becomes, not what we grew up with from the past because we didn't really understand back then the effects of it and like what it truly meant so I really think that it's pretty cool how beauty is redefined and each person has a different definition of it yeah yeah you know hearing all of this kind of makes me really sad just knowing like um just seeing the other side of it like you know you guys are talking about like how you were um you know body shamed or like didn't feel like you know you had the perfect body just because you were skinnier and you felt like something was wrong with you whereas on the other side like us girls on the heavier curvier side think that we should be much smaller I just feel like you know why can't everyone just be themselves like why does someone um you know feel the need to be bigger than they are or smaller than they are or curvier or whatever it is you know and um also uh touching on um Diksha's point I think about uh, body positivity being more of a thing like on social media and everywhere and everywhere um yeah like it's definitely like more of a thing now and um yeah like that like seeing like all these um you know inspirational models like there's uh, models like Ash- Ashley Graham that's like you know a curvy yeah, model yeah. and then there's the singer uh, Lizzo and just um, a lot of, you know, inspirational women that, um, you know, have really helped me, like, um, understand that, you know, this is who I am, and I should be proud of it, rather than wanting to change my body, or, like, looking in the mirror and hating my body, yeah. so, um, yeah, and um, also, like, definitely, like, having a conversation like this uh, can be, like, you know, really helpful, and really, like, inspiring, you know, so, um, because we can see each other's side like I can see how the like girls with like thinner smaller bodies feel that you know they would be they would feel better if they had a more of like a curvier body so um, yeah like that makes me feel that you know like that there's nothing wrong with me yeah. if that makes sense I just wanted yeah. to add to that as well like that's a really good point and you know often like people who are more curvier don't ever think that skinnier people like don't <laughs> accept themselves or you know we just think that yeah it's completely perfect and like we often ask ourselves like you know why is everyone's so different and but we didn't we often don't realize that the other side also has a different you know, way of looking at it. And we, I think most people often forget that because it's the norm is like, you know, people always want to look good and like have a certain body type or, you know, but I think it was really important to hear that because I had no idea that, you know, people who are less curvier or skinnier also 
had like all these thoughts about their own bodies like that didn't really occur to me so it's it's really nice to hear people talk about their own personal experiences and just know that everyone has you know their own way of thinking and their own issues or I wouldn't call them flaws because I think everyone should just accept themselves for who they are and but it's just really nice to know that you're not alone and it's completely okay to feel what you feel but guys I also want to ask you where this source of body shaming is coming from Um, because for me it's largely been the men in my life and I'm not generalizing and saying that all men are like that I'm just saying that the men that I was surrounded by friends and you know boyfriends or whatever have made me feel a certain way um, sometimes and I want to get to know what your cause is because I remember every time I look in the mirror I forget what my body really is for I mean my body helps me run my body helps me talk my body helps me walk and there's so many things and I just would look in the mirror and think of my body as a sexual object you know yeah yeah, yeah I mean I, I think uh, completely right because I, I think what happens is that uh, when you look at yourself in the mirror or when you like you know let's say you go out all you think about or all you care about is what other people will think of how you look yeah yeah more than how you think how you will look and I think the day you stop caring about that is the day you become more confident about yourself and your body. And I think that's what matters more. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, for you, it must be how guys look at you in, in a sexual manner or whatever. But mm. I mean, uh, for others, it can be how everybody looks at you. Like, yeah. you know, there have been instances where even your friends will comment on how thin you are or how fat you are. Yeah. It, it, it generally can be a woman or a man or, you know. But I think what matters in the end is that you stop caring about all that and you care about what you think about yourself and you're absolutely right I mean our body doesn't just have to be about looking good it's how it helps you in your day-to-day activities which is just great yeah yeah I I also think that sorry go ahead (laughs) yeah I feel like um it's most it's more important in the way like we eat how we like feed our bodies and as long as like we know that we're fit it doesn't really matter mm. like how like what size we are like I mean people who are a bit you know have a, a bit heavier weight but as long as their body's fit I feel like it should be fine and like and also exactly. like yeah. how um men how you say that men might be you know important in the way it might be like the influencing part in the body shame I feel like it's also because how like women are usually portrayed with like sex as sexual objects in the way they comment about us like if you see yeah. like even like emojis that are used Mm. today on like social media like for example we use like the peach emoji to represent like woman's ass like you know how like we don't have those things portraying like it's not openly put like we don't really openly talk about that about men about their body but like with women like our ass is basically a sexual object using emojis and like that's also really like important to like influence today yeah that is such a good point actually i mean it goes down to like such a minute thing where we're constantly and everybody thinks it's like it's the normal now but actually like we don't realize that it's like basically symbolizing us as a sexual object yeah um yeah so um like how i personally see the world is that there is no perfect body to be honest like um every person like you know even if you see someone and you think they have the perfect body like let's say they have a tiny waist and they have you know like bigger breasts and a bigger butt or whatever um i just even they might probably look in the mirror and you know see a flaw in themselves even if even if it's not their body maybe they'll look at their face and they'll be like oh there's 
you know something wrong with my nose um you know every single girl like no matter how perfect yeah. um i think they are has you know made some sort of comment like that there's something yeah. wrong with them either it's their hair or their face or some some sort of physical appearance and you know another um another interesting thing is that um you know if you look in the history the ideal body sh- shape was never like this you know the hourglass yeah. shape um before like you know curvier bodies were more like idealized romanticized and then it became like really skinny bodies in like maybe like the past few decades and then now it became like more of like the hourglass yeah. figure and stuff so i just feel like there is never a set um perfect body and it's mainly heavily influenced by like you know influencers social media and i um blame the kardashians <laughs> a lot for this particularly you know I like yeah it. i mean there are a lot of um other people there but you know let's be real they, they are the first people we think of when we think about like you know body the body figure yeah. the butt and everything so yeah um i just i just think i think what mansi said earlier like there's no point focusing on that and you know just focus on keeping yourself healthy if you feel good yeah. in your body if uh you you will look good automatically and yeah just don't let other people's opinions affect you that way you know because we we all have different dna we all have like you know different like fingerprints or whatever so why the hell should we all like you know conform like look in looks the same exact way right right interesting and also ash and i were talking about how we see all of these gym pictures or you know cooking girls cooking in the kitchen or whatever and they look so perfect you know their bodies look perfect their face looks perfect and i don't know if it's i mean i don't not know i'm for sure it's not a realistic representation of um you know what they're actually looking like in that moment they're probably not even exercising but why do you see why do you think sorry um that girls see the need to perfect their bodies and faces so much for social media um what's wrong with looking flawed i think it's because of what you see i mean and and because you compare yourself with other posts and the amount of comments or likes that you will yeah, get yeah so do you think like girls I mean, actually if- like just use that to like make themselves feel better about themselves uh that is a possibility um, i think i think people are definitely you know i i don't want to use the word desperate but people um like that kind of approval from people yeah. to make them uh to feel good about themselves like validation um, and um most of the time yeah validation that you know they are like living the best life and they are like perfect in their own way or whatever yeah. and um most of the times um people don't post the negative parts of their life yeah. when they're feeling shitty about themselves they're only going to post the best parts just so that they can get that validation yeah. i guess each individual knows what kind of content will get them that validation and will only you know look to focus on a certain type of content because they know that that's going to give them the confidence or whatever motivation they're looking for and they know that if they were to post something that's out of that content range that the results may be different the engagement the feedback and that could possibly change the way people perceive them i think 
I know that sounds a bit extreme, but I do know a lot of people who, you know, seek that kind of validation. Like, for example, and um, a lot of people I know would post a photo on Instagram and let's say they don't get enough likes in that particular time frame, they would delete it and then repost it later. And I see this every day, not just before, but until today, I'm seeing it happening. And I just find it, it's really, really sad that, you know, you need the likes and the comments to make you feel good about yourself yeah. or to accept yourself or to to you know give you that validation that you're good enough and i just i just think that that's a way of approaching it but i don't think that's the right way of approaching it because you can't depend on anyone else to make you feel good about yourself it has to come from within and if it's not from within it's not really genuine yeah true yeah so clearly it's very external and then it seats to the internal um and i just want to ask you guys how should we learn to cut off from this stupid cycle because it it's high time we did i guess we need to like start off by specifically sorry sana to to cut you off but how did you guys Personally, I used to get a lot of these negative comments, not used to, I still do, mostly from my families, but not in a body shaming way, but as a concern way. And I used to really let it bother me and feel down about it all the time. But I just thought about who I was and thought about what I have to offer and what makes me me. And that's not my body. It's like my personality and who I am and stuff. And once I realized that there's so much more than how I look, I stopped letting that affect how I felt about myself because I honestly love myself and it took a lot for me to get to this place. I used to be really, really negative and, you know, would see things completely differently. But once I became more positive and, you know, focused on self-love and self-accepting, my perceptions completely changed and I realized that I wouldn't let anyone else bring me down if I didn't agree with them. Yeah, um, what Roxana said is like 100% what I feel um, I agree with it a hundred percent and just adding on to that I I feel like um, you know even if you are constantly working on yourself and let's say your goal is to lose like 10 kilos and you've lost 10 kilos if you're not accepting yourself and if you you are not you know empowering yourself even after achieving that goal you're not going to be happy with yourself if you're still letting other people's opinions get to you then no amount of um changing yeah, like losing or gaining weight or changing your body is gonna you know give you that satisfaction so it all needs to come from within and you know just focus on being the best version of yourself in the sense like focus on being I wanted to add a bit yeah. on that how like um, how you guys yes. said earlier about how, you know, people look for, like, comments and likes on Instagram. I feel like one thing people are not really aware of is that it also, you know, when you get, like, when you post a photo and you get a lot of likes and comments, it kind of automatically increases your, like, positive chemicals in your brains, like serotonin and dopamine, without even, like, you realizing it. So I feel like people are somehow mm-hmm. subconsciously That's addicted true. to that. So, you know, in, I feel like you need to first, the first step is to just, like, be aware of that. And then, like, you know, maybe put yourself a bit, distance yourself a bit from social media. Like, personally, I have just, I just deleted, like, Instagram two weeks ago because I felt like I was getting a bit, you know, too addicted to, like, social media, especially during this, like, lockdown. And then I feel like um, 
it basically just starts from like self-love like once you feel once you like love yourself and accept yourself you can even like do simple things like look in the mirror once a day and you know like have a bit of self-talk or like appreciate your body and you know once you have self-love it's like you basically radiate that out and no matter what anyone says you're like to you and if you can show if you can express that you love yourself and you accept yourself and like you have confidence other people are just going to like you know they're going to it's going to change their perspective as well and they're going to like naturally accept that as well awesome yeah. that ra- wraps up my section for body shaming um the next one i really want to talk about girls being best friends to other girls um i think <laughs> that to me is so so important as well because i've personally faced a lot of problems with a lot of girls and you know how i don't know if you guys have been through this but you come out in times and sometimes the new people that you meet and you you just and they they're like oh you know you want to introduce them to your friends and you realize oh my god i'm majorly friends with guys and there are barely any girls and that happens with me i don't know if it's happened with oh, you guys yeah. <laughs> that always puts me in a situation where i'm like do i even get along with enough girls and if not why not you know yeah um i think i am the same way whereas um like i can most of my closest friends are guys i i cannot you know get too close to girls i don't know what the reason is and um you know i i do have the best conversations with my girlfriends and stuff but you know there's a limit of how much time i can spend with them versus my guy friends but i guess um like a part of the reason is just because they don't they tend to not do a lot of gossiping yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. um yeah. and you know they just they just tend to focus on like really like lighthearted stuff like just you know maybe movies or like you know what's new like in the news or like memes or something like that rather than just focusing on really intense things which i feel like is not always my thing like i have to be mentally prepared mm-hmm. for it and it's not something that i can you know do for a long time yeah. so yeah like i totally feel like you know um having girl time is really really important but yeah it's definitely really difficult for me to like spend a lot of time with yeah. girls <laughs> but guys like i just want to ask you what is our emotion behind um you know what is the emotion of general like generally just girls um when they hang out with each other um but somehow you can't confide in a girl why do you guys think that is sometimes um i actually feel like maybe i think that you know like because um it's not really sometimes you can't really restrict to like a male or female i feel it's more about like how people are naturally and like how much they've evolved like but for example like with girlfriends yeah like girls definitely have more like emotional and also like hormones sometimes it's like a thing that we're not aware of and you know girls are naturally like more addicted to drama or like gossip so um yeah so i was reading about this um another day as well obviously while i was prepping for this podcast and i realized that a lot of these problems that emerge um you know for women and like their inability to really um mingle with the other girls is because of their own securities of the way they look and it's majorly to do with um 
you know, how other women are perceived um, by men. So, for example, you'll sort of step back from being friends with a prettier girl or a hotter girl or a smarter girl because when you when a guy looks at you next to her, he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I prefer her over like you. You know what I mean? So this is the sort of insecurities it emerges from and then eventually it just becomes like a habit. Um, so you tend not to even approach girls in a polite way or in a friendly way because you it's just a thing and then it just is in everyone's mind where you know I can't be friends with another girl so um, I'm sure every one of us has faced it um, and you guys can talk about it for sure but I also want to know from you guys if you've actually taken conscious effort to tackle this um, you know, in, in growing up and especially in your 20s, I think, because I know I'm over it and I'm and I faced what I faced in high school. But now I really don't care. And I'm not like for one second, um, you know, shy or like afraid to reach out to another girl and be like, hey, I think you're cool. And I really want to talk to you about this. And I think, um, you know, maybe we can hang out, grab a coffee and I'd love to get to know more about what you're doing, etc. So, um, yeah. Honestly, um, it's very interesting what you said about like, you know, why um, girls can be intimidated by other girls if they find the other girl to like, you know, be more attractive or something like that. You know, I personally don't don't like think that I have felt that way and stuff. But honestly, I just feel like I'm really scared to talk to girls. Like, I'm honestly scared of them because they can be just, um, like, really competitive. And um, not even competitive, but, like, I don't know. Guys are just, like, nicer and, like, more accepting. Whereas girls, it's, like, you kind of have to, like, fit in. You know, you have to try harder to fit in. And you have to, like, sense. try to prove yourself to the rest of the other exactly. girls. Yeah. Like, enough to like hang out with them and stuff like that and you know it's really weird because when I was younger it was the opposite you know I was I guess it's like that's true I don't know like whatever but like I was like really scared to like you know like I just didn't think I would ever be hanging out with like a bunch of guys or something like that you know I was always like with girls but now it's like completely opposite and it's just girls are so intimidating yeah yeah but do you guys think it sorry Diksha go ahead um, yeah, I mean, like, I also have, like, like as I grow up, I realize, like, I've become more closer to guys. Like, I just feel like it's easier to just get along with them and avoid all those, like, drama. Like, even with girls, like, I feel like girls somehow, like, try to, like, fight for more attention or be, like, you know, because mm-hmm. the world is just, like, girls feel accepted through men. So we just, like, subconsciously do that without even realizing it. And, like, even, like, how maybe sometimes when I'm going out with some of my girlfriends and, like, someone's dressing up like way more everybody feels the need i'm looking so bad today or like you know i need to oh my god yeah. or, like put more makeup just so we all can be at the same level but i feel like and like that's like it's a negative impact on all of us yeah i i used to have the same problem where i would literally ask my friends are we looking like hobos today or are we looking nice and i'd always have to check how we're gonna dress up before going out but Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Like, I just want to say that growing up, I had a different group of friends than I do now, and I experienced everything that we just talked about, but I just wanted to say that, like, it's not every girl that will make you feel this way, and 
after going through mm-hmm. so much negative experiences but very valuable ones i finally found like a group of girls who are so genuine and supportive and you know i never have to feel like i'm competing with them or they're going to judge me like yeah you're just yeah. generally happy for them your circle who will accept you for who you are and will never make you doubt that or question yourself it took a lot to you know find these group of girls and i had to go through a lot but i feel like at the end of the day once you've gone through a certain amount of experiences with a certain group of people or individual you will really know how you should be treated and you know what way you want to be treated in you'll know what feels right and what doesn't feel right and you'll know what's hard and what's not meant to be hard and then you will only look to you know get treated in the right way or the way that you believe that is fair and you'll only get attracted to those who feel the same way yeah 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 sure um yeah like i've had the same experience growing up you know like friends should feel like you know family like you shouldn't have to be constantly trying hard to like look better and like you know seem smarter or like cooler or whatever so like yeah i've had the same experience where like going up like you know i always thought that like these girls or these people will be like you know my friends cuz like they're so cool and all but after finding the friends that i have now um yeah i just understand what it's like to feel comfortable where you know i don't have to like dress up like look the fanciest all the time and stuff just and be just be yourself exactly just be yourself and yeah i think the key is to find the right people the people that you can actually vibe with you know there's all all kinds of people like when i'm talking about like you know girls being intimidating and stuff obviously not everyone is like that you know yeah. not not every girl like yeah there is a certain type of girl before but yeah you just have to find the right one yeah i feel like your one. girlfriend should be like your sister's not ones you're in competition with like it should be just yeah. support and love and you know comfort not the other way around yeah I feel like popularity is a big part of this as well, you know, like I think it ties in with all the drama that happens between women or girls and just the need to be better or more talked about or more looked at and just having that somewhat let's say power over everyone else because like it all ties back to the validation and everything. Just caring about what society thinks of you and not who you actually are and you know behaving in a certain way to get society's attention or you know doing something that's going to get you talked about i feel like it's what society will perceive you as and there's a lot of norms that have been set by society but not by individuals and so people yeah try to like follow the norm that has already been set but that doesn't mean that just because it's a norm it's right it's i honestly just think it's like opinions and not really a fact and that can change anytime but in order for that to change the individual needs to realize that they want this change and then do something about it yeah and you know an- another thing is that um you know with like career and just like everything else women tend to have uh, a much harder time than men so i think that um a su- the success of another woman is a success for yourself as well you know because we all are like the same kind so like instead of wanting to compete with each other like 
we should you know be like empowering each other supporting each other and stuff like that because that only proves the odds for our success for our um for us to be accepted within the society so it just doesn't make sense to you know want to step on other girls and want them to not succeed because yeah. then you are then you are asking for yourself to not succeed yeah that's that's an amazing perspective yeah. and i feel like that's so helpful in general um and that's why we need to be i think as women um for other women but i just want to ask like whenever you guys go through something like this um is there a way that you guys are consciously trying to tackle it with yourself so for example are you um you know consciously making effort to be a good girlfriend to other girls um you know because you you now realize that um female friendships are as equally important if not more um as a male friendship and it's it's cool to be to be you know supportive of our kind like ash said i mean it's only better for the world if you know we we get on top of things in general so um yeah do you, what are the kind of things that you guys do for example i personally take conscious effort to not talk about other girls in a bad light like um in i mean of course like we all have our opinions so you can be critical of someone and say hey i don't like that but you know not going above and beyond and making this whole like drama session of like oh let's just spend one hour talking about how stupid she is or how annoying she is you know what i mean just pretty much not agreeing with like her opinion and realizing that everyone can have different opinions is really important i think without bringing them down just because you know you don't agree on the same thing because yeah. what you agree on they might not see that the same way but as long as like we're not bringing each other down just because we don't agree on the same thing i think that's like the key here and you know like differentiating between bitching about someone or like just being concerned and like talking about your feelings towards them yeah yeah i feel like when i have like girlfriends who just like start like talking about drama or like you know backbiting about other females with me and then like i feel like sometimes they don't realize it cuz like they're caught up in it or like yeah. you know their thoughts spiral in that way and then like once i just like you know if we're aware of it and we tell them that like oh you know like i think like it's maybe not this way or you maybe like you know taking it way too far or we shouldn't do this it kind of like push like puts a stop to that and then instead of like spreading it around like the dramatic energy it's more like we put a stop to it and then like we make other women aware of it as well yeah, yeah. and then and also it's like basically our own insecurities like i feel like like sometimes when i start like having like negative feelings toward other women and then i'm like wait why do i feel this way like she hasn't done anything to me or like yeah. you know and then i try to like think like back into myself like maybe it's an issue with my own self or i have an insecurity in this way and then i try to like you know understand like my own insecurities and i feel like it's my own problem instead of like her yeah and then i understand it more and then like i can reflect it out yeah one more thing that i've done is whenever i'm in an environment or situation where the people around me are you know intentionally gossiping about other people i honestly can't stand to be in that environment so yeah. something i would intentionally do is just excuse myself or just let them know that you know they can talk about this in their own time but that's something that i don't want to do all right um so yeah when i'm with my friends um like girlfriends or just you know women in general um 
like okay one of the things that um we always do is like check up on each other like you know even if we're not talking every day just like asking you know someone like how are you and like you know like how are things with your relationship or just your job or something like that it it's a very small thing but um if you do it in a way like where you actually care about them rather than just like hey what's up kind of thing it can really help someone and you know just um discussing uh, things like that and um the second thing is um helping each other career wise like um if you know if one of my friends is like starting her own business so like helping helping them with that just just showing them that you're there for them and you just want to see them succeed yeah and like a bit on like what i said like little checkups every day i feel like and not every day but like every you know once in a while i feel like it's um definitely helpful like even just a little message like hey like i just want to let you know like i'm supporting you or like you know it's it really helps especially like people who might be thinking that they're like alone on this like growing like in their journey but like if you let them know that like you know you're supporting them it's really like helpful yeah 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 all right girls now i want to shift the conversation to talking about career and i feel like 20s is the perfect time um you know to really think about what your next what your next big goal is in the next five years 10 years and of course you guys are aware of those statistics like only six percent of the ceos in the world are women um and i and i really want the girls in the 20s today to really grow up and change that but um you know, I was reading this Harvard study the other day and I read that balancing your work, you know, as a woman is is not because we don't have the capability or the time to give. I think it's just more that everything else in our lives is really dependent on us. And I know that, of course, right now we don't have people dependent on us and, and it's a great time to, you know, be a girl where you can actually go to any field you like and, um, you know, do what you want. But how do you guys in general um, try to balance different aspects of your life and really make sure that your career is as equally important, if not more, as everything else that's going on? Um, so personally, um, you know, I, I don't really tend to focus on a, a lot on like personal things like, you know, getting married or like, family and stuff like that obviously my family is the most important thing to me but at the same time like I feel like this is our prime time to you know um, succeed in our career and just seek growth in our career so that's like my main focus and that's why I try I tend to put everything else um, including my health sometimes which is obviously not a good thing like behind me but you know this is um, just something that I focus on and um, um Another thing, um, when it comes to career, like, um, you know, you were talking about, like, the statistics and everything um, about, like, how, like, I personally am dealing with that situation in my career is that um, um, I have, I've been really lucky to um, be a part of this organization that I'm working for, which is um, women-centric, actually. And um, we we are starting like a a new like platform, which is which is designed to like support women, um, basically like in career like career, um, like mental and like just just everything that you know a woman would need 
in order to succeed, like everything to do with women empowerment and stuff like that. So with my job, every single day, I'm finding like, you know, different topics, like different ways to educate women, um, ways to give back to the society, like, um, you know, like charity and just everything, like um, career development and everything. So I think I've become, I've been really lucky with that. And I just feel like um, working in an organization with only women is like um, just the best opportunity for us to like, you know, support each other. That is so cool. I actually thought about one point where like, you know, like naturally as like Indian background, I feel like our families tend to like, you know, they basically focus more on, like, marriage and, like, finding a good husband instead of, like, yeah. focusing on us as, like, a person and, like, growing in a career. And they kind of, like, you know, yeah, just get a job to be able to support yourself. But then, like, the main aim is, like, to get a guy who can also, like, support you and, like, you know, have a good family. But yeah. I feel like a lot of um people's mindset today has changed. Like, women, like, we all, like, we're all like shifting the focus from like finding a good guy to like support us to like we have to be able to support ourselves yeah so I feel like I personally I have like no plans like no focus on men at the moment because I feel like it's time Mm -hmm. for like like how Ash said it's a time to like grow completely in our career and like you know to be like you know follow a passion like I personally haven't found my passion but like I'm willing to like, you know, tap in different areas where I'm like interested in. Um, Just adding on to what Diksha said, like about finding your passion and stuff. So um, just with my work, um, the Shakti, um, one of the topics that um, we we created a post on is um, this TED talk that um, we had a look at. It's called um, Why Some of Us Don't Have One True Calling. And I thought that that was interesting and really relatable because um it talks about how growing up um you know we all are asked this one question like what do you want to be when you grow up and a society makes us feel like you know there should be this one thing that we we should like be so passionate about and that should be our career but with a lot of us that is not the case you know we are passionate about so many things like I am passionate about this whole women empowerment thing but I'm so passionate about food and I'm so passionate about beauty and i and i am talented in in these aspects so you don't necessarily have to have that one particular thing you know um and um i think that um as a woman um with a career like you should not just focus on one particular aspect like you should have multiple sources of income and not just not just financially but you know you should be doing multiple things like make use of all your talent Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. I think women totally should explore different avenues and different career paths if they can, because I do think that we are so creative and so talented and sometimes we really downplay all of that. But I really want to shift this conversation now into a different direction of time management. I was reading this Harvard Business Review study the other day, and it spoke about how women the major cause for women not being able to excel at work or devote that much time to work is not because they're not capable, but because they also have a household to run. Now, I understand that we are not at that stage where we all have a household to run. But of course, you know, as being women in our 20s, we have other things going on. We have a boyfriend, um, you know, somebody we're dating, obviously. And of course, we have 
different things we're trying to do, maybe our hobbies, uh, you know, or just our friendships and our social circle. So how do you guys manage that and balance your career equally well? Um, so I think what I'm trying to understand from you guys is how should a woman sort of place or understand to place more importance on her ambition and on her work life? Um, I think personally, I think there's like a whole process to it. So the first thing is to like think about like what this is a very like, you know, generic, typical question. But like, where do you see yourself in the future in the next five years and the next 10 years? Do you see yourself as like, you know, a mother? Do you see yourself as a career person? Or do you see yourself balancing both? You know, like you said, your your mother, um, your mom did. So once you once you know what you want, then it makes it easier for um, them to work towards this. So like, for example, like for me, like I haven't, you know, started thinking about my family. There's, I mean, yeah, like there's guys and stuff, but you know, there's nothing, like, nothing that I know that is permanent. But the one thing that I know that is permanent is my career and myself. So I have made two things my priority, you know, besides family. Um, my career, obviously, and my health. And um, I basically schedule out time for those two things every single day. Um, and if if we're getting literal, I think scheduling um, time is a really helpful thing to actually like stay organized and yeah. manage your that way. Um, but yeah, you should, you know, really think about what you want and just follow through and once you know once you have a vision of what you want then it's i personally think it's not that difficult <laughs> to manage everything but i know it's easier said than said than done but i think that if you really want it like we all have the potential for it yeah i think having a plan is really important and a vision of where it is that you want to be and what you want to achieve or you know like whatever your plan is everyone is different but once you know what you want, like you said, it's really easy to know how to get there. And that can also be planned out. Obviously, not everything goes according to plan, but you can have like, yeah. you know, a guide that you set for yourself and you try to do whatever it is to stick within those guidelines so that you're not sidetracked or you're not going off track. Even keep keeping in mind that, you know, there are obstacles along the way and things can change at any time. But also just knowing that there's no particular plan that's going to work and you also have to yeah. leave some room for things to change and have backup plans maybe but I just want to yeah. say you know like for me personally my mom's always been a working woman and I've grown up seeing that and personally during my you know summer breaks I started doing internships since high school itself and that's really helped me with my career and I went to university in Sydney and I also worked there for a year during my final year. So I think career wise, it's really important to know you don't have to know exactly what you want to do, but you have to do something to take you to the next step to, you know, whether it is to help you figure out whether this is the right career or whether you hate it, you just have to make that move. And once you go for it, everything else kind of falls into place, but you have to be the one to, make that first move in order for anything to change at all whether it's growing or getting a promotion or you know getting a particular job or anything I think that's really important to just have a mindset yeah. and plan and goals and just do whatever you can to stick to them yeah yeah um, I think like 
I wanted to add to that, like, how you guys have been saying it's important to, like, have a plan and a goal. Like, that's really important. But, like, for me, because, like, I haven't, like, like I'm just, like, um, finishing my studies now. And I, I haven't, like, really had that much experience in work. And, like, that's been difficult for me to, like, figure out or, like, have a plan where I can see in, like, a few years where I want to be. So I feel like even even if you're, like, having doubts in this place, like, you can... You can do little things, like, even just, like, setting little intentions each day or, like, each day you wake up, like, even a little journaling every day or, like, every few days can help. Like, yeah. if you don't, if you can't see yourself in, like, long-term goals, you can even do, like, short goals, like, daily goals or, like, weekly or monthly goals where, like, you know, I want to see myself grow in this way or I want to focus more on, like, creativity. It could be, like, maybe I want to read book, more books. I want to do more drawing. Like, even, like, little things can help you, like, slowly find out, like, what you personally want to do and, like, relate that to, like, your long-term goal. Yeah. yeah. Um, one more thing. Like, actually, I, I just thought of this. Like, I mean, moving back a bit towards, like, women in work. Yeah. Like, I actually found out that, like, you know, in this, like, global pandemic, like, you, you can see how, like, a lot of countries are managing, you know, how, the situation. You can see, like, how, you know, some countries are managing it better and some countries are maybe, like, struggling with it. Um, I found mm-hmm. like, a research where, like, I found that it was proven that, like, countries with, like, women leaders, like, women presidents yeah. and women yeah, actually that. done better. Like, they have actually managed it better. And it was, like, the research was showing that it's because, like, women are more, like... um, Compassionate. Yeah, they're more compassionate. And, like, you know, know, women think more about the people as a whole. And they're more, like, emotional rather than focusing more on, like, economic or, like, you know, like, men are usually more, like, money. So I feel like women being, like, um, having a lot of power... (laughs) in work is also like a good thing that like people might not like see a lot but it's yeah these days so that's really good this difference in leadership style is actually something very exciting that i wanted to bring up so thanks for talking about that diksha i do completely agree with you and think that women would make amazing leaders because of these unique qualities that we bring to the table Um, but i do want to wrap up this podcast episode by gathering some of your personal sentiments on being a woman in the 20s, Um, you know, just to send out some inspiration for girls who are already in their 20s or coming into their 20s. You can talk about your personal experiences or just give out some general advice. So the first person I think I'd like to start with, because I can see her name right now, is Roxana. So what I want to say to future 20-year-olds is just to remember who you are and what you're capable of. And just remember that being strong mentally is as important as being strong physically. And, you know, always love yourself first, because if you don't love yourself, you can't love anyone else. And if you don't love yourself, no one else can love you. So love yourself, accept yourself and just realize how unique you are and always support other women because that kind of support and love will only make you grow stronger. Speaking from experience, um, I've dealt with all types of people in my life and I've lost a lot of people, but that was during this phase during high school where I didn't really accept myself and I wasn't really happy with who I was. And that all changed for me the second I went to uni. I decided that I didn't want to be who society wanted me to be and 
now's my time for a fresh start and I get to be who I really am and see at the end of the day who stays back because the people who stay back are those who accept me and love me and you know have stuck by me and it takes a lot of real life experiences to figure out who you are and what you want and how you want to be treated so don't ever settle for less and just remember how awesome you are and that's your power no one can take that away from you and especially not society like don't ever let anyone else tell you how to feel and who to be you are your own master so you get to control all of that yeah wow i wish i had you to give me advice when i was like 17 oh. <laughs> that's so sweet yeah. thanks guys <laughs> Um, so for my part, I feel like, you know, like as a woman, like we go through a lot, like starting from like high school and, you know, through uni to like w- being a woman. And I feel like no matter what you go through, like always feel that it's not permanent, like everything is temporary. So if you're feeling bad today or if, you know, someone is bullying you or shaming you today, it's going to pass through and you're always going to grow, like grow out of it stronger, like. You're, like everything that you go through negative is always going to have a positive outcome in the person you become and like it's always remember to yeah love yourself and as long you know if you can give love to yourself no one can take that away from you um and also like be confident in who you are because as long as you're confident everybody's just gonna you know they're not they're not going to be able to affect you negatively and um there like you can and no matter like what you do um there's like no um time limit on how you can like figure out yourself or like your career like always like you know be willing to spend time with yourself and learn more about yourself yeah yeah so oh, i'm sorry i want to add one more thing so and also like with your girlfriends like it's important to support each other but if you feel like someone's like really um you know taking that energy out of you like absorbing that energy out of you or like they're being too negative to you so like no like even though you can support them but always have a limit so like don't put yourself too much like don't give out too much if it's if it's like affecting you and always like always have like boundaries for yourself yeah so um so growing up like in school and stuff i always felt like you know i was that person that like didn't fit in like there was something always wrong with me whether it was like you know with like like making friends or like you know my body or just like everything um but but now i realize that you know at some point in their life everyone has felt that that way and like nothing is wrong with me which brings me to yeah. which brings me to like what Rixana and Diksha both spoke about um you know body positive body positivity and self also believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself then other people are not going to believe in yourself so um stick to your um ideas and just believe that you know you can do it and automatically everyone else is also going to yeah believe and yeah. ideas i feel like, i feel like that's a lot but um i just feel like all of it is really really important and this is just advice that i really wish someone had told me in those years of my life you've reached the end of episode 2 women in their 20s thank you so much for listening